It's time for OWC Radio, Tech Talk with Creatives, conversations with host Serena Catania. This is Serena Catania with OWC Radio. I am in a great mood today, I have to tell you. I have been listening to the Radio Gunners new album, and I love it on so many levels. Hi, guys. How are you today? Can you tell people so they recognize your voices, who I have on the line with me? Hi. Thanks, uh, thanks, Serena, first of all, and thanks for all your listeners for tuning in. My name's Jeff Weber. I'm a member of the Radio Gunners. Yeah, and I'm Paul Shreve. And uh, thank you, Serena, for having us. It's, it's wonderful. And uh, uh, I'm also one of the radio gunners. This is awesome. And we're missing one person. There's three of you. So where's yeah. our where's our other guy? <laughs> we got to chase Pete down sometimes. Uh, but, but Pete Nalda is the third member of the uh, of the radio gunners. And unfortunately, since his apologies, he couldn't make this one. Well, we are missing him, and just say hi to him when you see him, and hopefully he'll love what we're talking about, and we'll just say all kinds of things about him that he can't he can't refute because he's not here. <laughs> 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 so you guys talk about the fact that you're all about fun and you're high-spirited, and you have some amazing roots. Your music is just a really interesting combination of a lot of different genres can you talk about you know where that all comes from and how you've developed into who you are today and then i really want to talk about some of the songs off your new album paul go ahead man once you kind of talk right. about that yeah well you know one of the fun things about about jeff and pete and, and what i found is is that you're right Serena. we came from completely different backgrounds and everything Pete brings uh, a, a kind of a Cajun feel and uh, was raised on Basque music from his grandparents, apparently. Jeff has this wonderful sense of lyric and a fantastic uh, way of, of interpreting a song, and whether it be country western or crooner, and he brings in um, everything from Rat Pack to, uh, you know, uh, sounds to uh, the old Bob Will stuff, and then, but his own stuff is just fantastic. And I came from more of a musical theater background, I'd say. And, uh, uh, you know, put Moy through school playing uh, in, in session music and, and basically picking, have guitar, will travel, and, and I'll play anywhere, anytime. You want to add to that, Jeff? Yeah, I think you, I think you covered us pretty well. Paul. <laughs> <Thank> You're being <laughs> so nice, Jeff. <laughs> this is wonderful because I think it all melds really well. And... I have three songs that I've been listening to today that I want to talk to you about. And I don't, let's start with the fun dance tune because I have to tell you, this is the first time that I have actually ever laughed at a song about a breakup. And it's called Mon Cher Ma Belle. Can you tell me a little bit about that song and what it's about? Yeah. Yeah. Take that one too, man. Yeah. That's, uh, Pete came in with that and like i say pete comes from this cajun basque world he speaks a little french a little spanish a little bit of everything and he came in and brought that in and said what do you think and i said i love it and uh he came in and it was all french and we played around with it and i said well let's let's break into english a little bit and uh we showed it to jeff and jeff just jumped right in and the next week it's one of these songs we were playing 
live after about four rehearsals <laughs> because it's just such fun. And and I think the funniest thing we were doing it on a, for a TV uh, late night TV show once, and they had left the door to the to the studio open a little bit, and uh, we're playing, and I I could peek around the corner, and there were a bunch of gals that were in the front office and they were dancing in the hallway. And I kind of, all I could think about is, is it, well, we must've done something right. If, here we are in, in a studio and everybody's smiling and just kind of dancing and hip hopping, not hip hopping, but just jumping around. <laughs> And we're back. That was that was fun. Now there's a line in there I wanted to ask you. He says at one point, "Petit pomme" or "pomme" is apple in French. When we translate to English, it come. We translated it to uh, "lost my little gal." There you go. Talk to me about recording that song. Where were you, and um, what instruments were involved, and you know what what were you playing, and who was singing? Can you tell us about that? You want to do this, with yeah. Jeff? Sure. Well, I'll, I'll just start it off with Jeff again. And, you know, that was Pete's song. Uh, Pete, kudos to Pete, because he lets both Paul and I sing songs that he's penned on the album, uh, which I'm very grateful for. Paul also let me sing uh, some of his as well. And Paul, number one, does a great job uh, vocally on the lead vocals on that tune. And it was, you know, it's pretty straightforward. So it's us three. But then, uh, as as the project started to evolve, uh, you know, Paul and I produced the album, Paul kind of headed the, he was kind of the captain of the ship. And so Paul, you can kind of tell how that transition went from just us three on a simple song like that. to kind of what your vision was with bringing in the rub board guy. And, oh yeah. Uh, and, and stuff. Yeah. yeah well, uh, first of all, Jeff and I, we are so blessed being here in Austin because we are surrounded with fellow musicians that we, we, we play with on and off all the time. So when we went to the studio, we decided we wanted the, the full band sound on that one. So we brought in Ed on drums, uh, Raul on bass, and then uh, my actually my son, Ape, came in and played a little rhythm guitar. And um, the whole point with that is we wanted that feeling as if we're, ah, I'll tell you exactly what we wanted. I told, I remember telling my son, imagine you're in Louisiana and there's a lot of peanut shells on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, and that, that feeling of, all right, we're, I, you know, this, that, and, and people are, if people put dime in the jukebox and if they feel like dancing, they just kind of get up and dance. So we wanted that feel. We, uh, um, and then the other thing is, is that we wanted people to sing along. So, you know, I do a line and then, uh, Pete and, and Jeff and Christy and others that we had brought into the studio, they all sing, uh, they echo it. And I, I'm a big fan of, of uh, uh, group singing. I mean, I, I like to conduct choirs and things. And that was really alive. And then we pretty much finished it off. And then um, another great musician in town, um, uh, Michael Hale, is uh, renowned for playing rub board. You know, that 
the washboard. I love thing. that. Yeah. And with uh, and you and you play it with the bottle tops, uh, uh, bottle openers. And uh, we were about done, and Jeff and I were just talking. I said, I got one more thing, and, and I gave uh, gave Michael a call, and I said, can you pop out? And he, he said, sure. He was done in, like, what, two takes. And we just kind of sat there. Jeff and I were smiling and going, that was the, the clean, uh, what is it, clean the, 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 the cream the piece, on, the, on the, the top. The pièce de résistance, right? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, there ma'am. you go, la pièce de résistance. You know, that's what happens when things are meant to be, though. Don't you find that, that the creative energy that blossoms in that room when you bring people together and, and they're just having oh, fun? Yeah. And things just start exploding all around you. It's wonderful. What, what studio were you in to record that? We were in 12th Street Sound here in Santa, in, um, in um, uh, Austin. It's a uh, 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 beautiful. It's a. It actually was an old church, and had gone and uh, you know the, the congregation had grown and left and. And it had been around for a while, and um, um, a guy just basically went in and said, I love it. It had all the wood, and they, they refurbished it, and it has just a great groove. Is there anything else you want to say about Mon Cher Mabel before we move on? If you get a chance to listen to it, it's pretty fun. Oh, I have. Uh, more than yeah, once. I've, da- I've danced to it. No, oh, you mean tell people no, listening. That's what we want to hear. <laughs> I'm talking to your listeners. All right, listeners, you've heard it. You've heard it straight from the horse's mouth. Listen to Mon Cher, Mon Cher Mabel. Listen to Mon Cher Mabel. By the way, I got so excited about talking about the songs, I didn't ask you the name of the album and when it's coming out. Our debut album is self-titled, and it's The Radio Gunners. Awesome. Uh, so you can, you can look it up that, you know, very simply like that. And it came out, we released it, what, in early, early, uh, early spring? Yeah. So where can I where can I find it? I found a link to it, and I'm I'm actually going to buy it. Where can everybody else find it and buy it? We want them to buy this album. Oh yeah, certainly. You can buy it on all. You can get it on all the major streaming platforms. You know, from iTunes to I don't know. I'm not sure about Pandora. If we have a station on there yet, we do have a Radio Gunner station on um, Spotify. Mm-hmm. And you can Google Ooh. all the songs there if you have that kind of deal, or you can buy it from Amazon. Uh, where, where else? CD Baby, iTunes. It's uh, Google, iTunes, Amazon. Um, you can and CD Baby. You can even buy um, the actual CD. Um, believe it or not, the people that end up buying the CDs are people that tell me they love to listen to it in the car. They love to drive with it. <laughs> so you can buy CDs from Amazon. Buy the digital copy, but you know what? I still, maybe I'm old-fashioned, but I like my CDs. I like to be in control of the music that I own. And once I buy it, I want to own it. I don't want to have to worry about where to find it if the Internet goes down or something. So, yeah, I, I like those CDs. So th- it's out. Look for Radio Gunners uh, wherever you buy your music and get it either digitally or, or on CD. That's awesome. Let's talk about this one. And Jeff, I believe you wrote this one. And I found the lyrics to be so just, um, you know, maybe because I'm a woman, but when a man says, uh, 
your heart is speaking to me and you are saying, if a look were a kiss, we would be kissing now. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, this is, you know, after what, after dancing to, to Mon Cher Mabel, and then I listened to Talk to Me with Your Eyes, and I'm thinking, okay, these guys are multidimensional, and I really love that song. Talk to me about what inspired you to write that. Um, well, thank you, first of all, very much. I'm glad you enjoy it. Um, it's really cool, you know, song. It's pretty, pretty simple, the feelings, you know, that uh, I was experiencing as I wrote the lyrics. And I was lucky enough to pen it with a couple of other guys a long time ago. That story has, a, or that song has a long story. Um, and it didn't do anything and never, we never recorded it or whatever. And then when I met Paul and Pete, and we decided to do an album. Um, of course, you know, I'll say it again for, uh, you know, Paul and Pete have been so uh, gracious to me to, you know, let me come aboard. They already kind of played together and they welcomed me into their fold and decided to do that album. And I, I pulled that song out and I, and they both really liked it. And it's just, uh, you know, the, the inspiration wasn't anything profound. It was just trying to write a positive song. And it's cool when you don't have to speak to somebody to understand what they're feeling and vice versa. That's awesome. It doesn't come along that often, does it? And when you do find that person, you really do need to look them in the eyes because those eyes are the windows of the soul to use what might be a cliche, but still very, very true. So I think I think the, the song's very inspirational, especially at a time when I think we all need to love each other just a little bit more. Um, Amen. Yeah, so <laughs> thank you for that. And I'm going to play. You guys in our listening audience, you are so lucky because you're going to hear a little bit of this song, too. So I'm going to play you uh, a part of Talk to Me With Your Eyes. So listen up, turn the volume up, settle down, take a deep breath, relax, and listen. If a look were a kiss So keep talking to me with your eyes I'm loving this conversation Everything you got me feeling inside Is going without saying I'd stay here and talk with you all night If you keep talking to me And we're back. <laughs> Don't you like it? <laughs> Ask me yeah, if I'm great. <laughs> Ask, by the way, what that song? That, uh, I wanted to let you and your listeners know. By the way, that song also has a video out. Um, uh, that was our first single that we released off the album. Uh, collectively, we all agreed to do that one. I'm glad we did. Paul, I don't know. You might be able to give some statistics on how well that song is doing or not doing or whatever it is going on. It's 
uh, it's but there is a video people can look up on that song for that song. Yeah, and 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 actually, last we heard, we got called. Um, I got a call that in the UK uh, we hit the top ten and still on the charts um, in uh, the UK Americana country radio. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. I think I think you're going to keep climbing up because it's a really wonderful song. It's pretty cool. This is fun. Isn't music fun? Music is fun. I I just think, you know, you guys listening in, stop watching so much social media. Turn the music up and think about how lucky you are for just a minute. Just take a minute. Take a deep breath. Just chill and listen to some good music. And you'll find your whole attitude in life will change. Um, what else about Talk to Me With Your Eyes do we want to talk about? That's it for me. Uh, I, Paul, I don't know if you have anything to add. No, I mean, I, the only thing I'll say is, is that, you know, when you meet a musician and you, you do a little song swapping kind of thing, you know, you, you just kind of playing around with, each, you know, and tossing things back and forth. This, this, you know, Jeff tossed this out and I went, and, and it was just he and I, we, we met each other first. And I just remember saying to him, uh, I got a guy you got to meet that I've been playing with, Pete. And, and once Pete came in, we just, it, you know, it just opened up. It just, and we both, Pete and I were kind of going, yeah, yeah, this is, this is what we want to be playing. And I, I, you know, just thank you for, for playing it for the fans there. It's, it's a wonderful piece that Jeff wrote. And a lot of, a lot of people come back and say, yeah, I feel much better after listening to yeah. that. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's the best kind of therapy. Just put some music on, and especially when it's really good music like this. Oh, did did you say where we could see the video? I don't recall because I want to make sure people go find the video to talk to me with your eyes. Is that on YouTube? Radio Gunners on YouTube? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So yep. There's a couple of you know there's the there's a couple of different channels that we are on on YouTube. One of them's the self-generated from iTunes or whatever, but we have our own mm-hmm. and it's uh, you, you can find it on there. I haven't Googled the songs. So I don't know how the algorithms are, if it'll pull up or not, but if you Google the radio gunners and definitely mm-hmm. uh, some stuff will come up and on YouTube, I'm sure it will. Well, we'll put a link to all of this on the show notes too. So if you guys uh, who are listening and want to go to the show notes, we'll have links to all of this stuff so that you can rummage around and and find find these uh, the record, you know, find the album and find out more about Radio Gunners on their website. But there's a third song here that I want to talk to uh, to you about, and it's actually one of the first ones that I listened to when I first started talking about bringing you on OWC Radio. And there's really, um, there's a backstory to this one that's very interesting. Mr. Abraham. So, Paul, can you tell us about Mr. Abraham? Yeah, I'd be happy to. And, and thanks thanks for bringing uh, Mr. Abraham up. It's, uh, it's a song I, uh, well, first of all, it's about Abraham Lincoln. And uh, I, I was inspired after reading uh, the book, uh, Team Arrivals. And uh, I literally had gotten home from a long plane ride, went upstairs, and within about 20 minutes kind of had the, the basics of uh, what I wanted to write. And uh, it's, it's a simple story, a kind of a ballad about uh, a veteran that can't make it to uh, one of the viewings for uh, Abraham Lincoln's, when they, in the old days, used to lay out the bodies. Mm-hmm. So he knows what railroad line. There weren't many railroad tracks in those days. 
you know, it's 1865. So you, what he did is he knew where the, the train would be going and he could predict what time because he knew it was between two cities and what time it would go. And he's uh, on his way there to pay his last respects to the president. And uh, he calls out to um, please just slow the train down so I may kneel upon this ground. Mr. Abraham is passing by today. It's about unity. It's about the people he, he passes along the way. And I have the, the last thing is I had the great pleasure of when I showed it to Jeff and, and Jeff goes, do that again. <laughs> Played it for him again. And then he, he was quite in, later on in that, that evening, he said, would you mind if I, you know, tried to sing it? I said, absolutely not. I <laughs> Go for it. And, you know, he just interprets it better than, you know, he's got, he's got the Jeff's got a way of interpreting a song that uh, it's such a pleasure to play with a, a great musician and a great vocalist who can do that, who can just take a song to the next level. And it's, we, it's one of our most requested songs. Um, and it's a, it's a ballad, a slow ballad, but it's one of our most requested songs. And we always dedicate it to any veterans in the audience Mm -hmm. uh, when we play it around the holidays, the 4th of July and, Memorial Day and Veterans Day, etc. Well, thank you for that. My father's a veteran, was a veteran of three wars. So, wow, uh, <laughs> it, it's truly a great song. And Paul, I'm glad you stopped. You're uh, almost going to make me cry too, buddy. You're too kind. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was, it was an honor for me to sing that song. Um, but you know, I think, and Paul had mentioned this, but I'd like to reiterate, especially. You know, a song like that, that Paul wrote, it's about a total different time, you know, 100, 150 years ago, uh, or what, I'm not doing the math right in my head, but thereabouts, and it's like, it, it really applies today to what's going on in our nation, and it does. like you said, it's, it's great to have a conversation like this about music, um, you know, like you said, everybody needs to just chill out and listen to some music and, and they'll put you in a better mood. It is, it is, Mr. Abraham is definitely a song of unity. And when people are done bickering and put their petty differences aside, it can become a great nation. And I think what got to me was the very deep level of respect that was reflected in the song and the lyrics. And we need more respect for each other. And there's a line yeah. in there about draped in black on the iron railway iron uh, rails. on the iron rails oh you know the, the it's so poetic and so visual i love that your lyrics are visual so i can listen to this beautiful music i can either have fun with it i can laugh at it i can cry with it but it's so it's just visual i can see it um and that's the best of all worlds right um so this is pretty yeah. cool so the album's already all, already out. It's available to everybody. There's some great songs on it. And I'm going to play a little bit of Mr. Abraham for everyone as well, if that's okay with you guys. Absolutely. Oh, go for it. I love it. I walked eight miles to be here. Shared that road with many a soul. Black and white To see the last man Pay the toll Now that this long dark war is 
it's over There's just one more soul to keep Nine cars rolling down the iron rails Draped in black for all to see Please just slow the train down So I may kneel upon the ground That Mr. Abraham is passing by today he is heading back home with his widow and his son To rest his weary soul down Springfield Way After all these years of heartache That made every family feel the pain Fathers, mothers Sisters and brothers I guess we'll never be the same Oh my goodness, if that didn't get to you guys, you don't have a heart. So we'll stop everything right here. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I have no feeling on the matter at all. So talk to me um, about Goose Creek. Where are you? And what is Goose Creek? Where is it? Where are you? Describe your environment and uh, the. You, you also have a label, Paul. You're co-founder yeah, of a label. Yeah. So can we talk about that for a minute? Yeah, yeah, that I'd love to. So Goose Creek Music is a um, uh, a label that uh, my my a friend on a old playing buddy of mine, Mike Pugh, and I started. Uh, technically, it's based out of Virginia, where he lives. And uh, we used to play together. I used to live in England, and we, we would play together in, uh, in England at, at different places as a duet. And um, uh, what happened was um, we started off doing uh, live performances, and uh, we produced a number of albums of some of the artists here in, um, in Austin, Texas, and um, you know, did, uh, uh, playing at some of the the famous local clubs and stuff uh, with, you know, great sound and everything. And there's wonderful artists here. And um, so then what happened was uh, after uh, Jeff and I and Pete kind of got together, I said, all right, uh, you know, I've been doing albums for everybody else. I, you know, I, I had to sit down and uh, start, uh, turn Goose Creek on to us and produce an album um uh, under the Goose Creek label, and so this is a not a live album; it's a studio album uh, that the, the Radio Gunners did. But uh, uh, we were able to take advantage in, of uh, a lot of the uh, uh, production stuff that we had at Goose Creek, and then Goose Goose Creek we had used 12th Street Sound a number of times, um, working with some of the other artists. So, you know, it was just a fam- It's like a family thing when you get down to it. It's it's uh, when everybody gets together because the a lot of the artists had recorded for Goose Creek before, and uh, then Pete, Jeff, and I, the Radio Gunners, we go in there, and it it did. It had a warm family kind of fun electric feeling, and uh, we're we're real proud of the production level. Yeah, you should be. Do you mind talking to me for a minute about some of the you know because our audience tends to be techie as well as creative. Can you talk about? Um, how you recorded this, like what kind of equipment you had around you. I know it wasn't, you, you recorded it in 12th, 12th Street, but um, what equipment, can you talk about that? You know, as far as uh, the instruments, 
Um, uh, we've uh, cello, violin. Uh, we've got uh, Jeff and I are doing. We've got Martin guitars. I got. A, I've got a ancient Gibson. 141 uh it's got some gretsch drums it was just it was just wonderful and as anytime you go to a recording studio uh, they have a wonderful mic vault to dig into and and uh make sure we have the right mics for everybody Mm -hmm. they they have a wonderful um online uh of all the uh uh, mics and different um uh add-ons uh, that, that can be brought forward in a recording session. So if you guys listening are, are interested in the technology behind all of this, because this really is beautifully done, it's very well mixed and it's very well recorded, go to 12th, oh, this is a tongue twister, go to 12th Street <laughs> Sound in Austin. This is one of those things that they give you if you're an actress and you have to say it really fast a hundred times, 12th Street Sound, there you go, I did it. 12th Street Sound in go. Austin. I'm. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Say it. No, no, say it fast three times. Oh no, no, <laughs> not going to do it. Uh uh-uh, uh, you're not getting it. <laughs> so, talk to me about you guys and um, where you come from and who you are as people because you don't just all of a sudden emerge out of the cocoon and start creating this amazing music. It comes from a lifetime of growing and learning and uh who wants to go first i want you to tell people what you love to do when you were six years old paul go ahead uh, okay um well actually when i was a kid we moved around a lot i'm a navy brat so you know we moved around a lot and um i picked up guitar uh while i was in high school and like all young men in high school i just wanted to be play as loud and as fast as i could <laughs> that's all when you're when <laughs> that that was it. <laughs> that and and every, and every young boy likes to blow things up, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Set it on fire. It doesn't matter. Uh, when I went away to college, I um, I had the great. Uh, I sat around. Not, I didn't sat around. I, I played a lot, but uh, in bands and stuff. But as all musicians know, it's really hard to split forty dollars five ways mm-hmm. and try to figure out how to pay for gas to get to the gig because it was not yeah. making any money. Yeah. But what I did do was I was fortunate enough to um, uh, get into orchestra pits. I started auditioning for um, uh, plays and stuff. I, I did Superstar and Damn Yankees. I did Godspell. I did Man of La Mancha. I mean, I just played musical theater. And that was that was great because I, I was able to um, – to continue studying, uh, and um, uh, it was steady, steady work. And then I got into doing um, commercials and stuff, you know, like radio commercials and things, and and just being kind of a side hackman in the studio. Um, and and then uh, I did, uh, I started to pick up how to conduct choirs and arrange for uh, larger uh, um, orchestral and ensembles. Um, so, and that's you know, I've. I have always been a bit of a church musician and a choir master, uh, as well as playing in the pubs and bars from England to uh, to the United States, and just trying to share music as as much as I could. Hmm. That's nice. That's nice. What a what a wonderful way to grow up. Hmm? Did you like being a Navy yeah. brat? I liked being an Army brat. I, I wouldn't change the yeah, way I was raised yeah. for anything, and I can I can make a military corner when I make my bed. 
There you go. I know. <laughs> um, actually, I yes. And the funny thing about it is a lot of people ask me, well, you moved around so much. Was that terrible? And all I tell them is, is that we always did. I mean, but everybody else, we were always going to school on base, for instance, Dodd schools, you know, Department of Defense schools and stuff. Everybody moved. We all, I mean, and it was funny because you might move and meet somebody in second grade and then in another base in another place, you're back and you're now in sixth grade together because your dad's got assigned, you know, and so it was just a way of life. It was not hard. Or, or miserable or anything like that. It was, uh, got to see a lot of the world and uh, have a great time. I loved it. And I find that my friends who are military brats, they make friends quickly. Um, because when, <laughs> when you move around every year, you don't have time. You just make friends. And um, I think yeah, it also yeah. probably makes you a better performer because you're so used to being the new kid in school that when you're standing on that, I'm, I'm just projecting here tell me if it's not true but when you're standing on that stage the audience is your new friend and you're used to that you you can resonate with them in a way that a lot of people who've been in the same town their whole lives might not be able to i'm just assuming that might be the case um well the audience changes but the stage stays the same mm, there you go that's what is familiar yeah hmm wow and how about you? Um, yeah, I, kind of similar. I moved around a lot when I was a kid. Um, I wasn't a brat like y'all, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the way you say y'all. <laughs> uh, no, my dad was also in the Navy. And then, uh, you know, even and then when he got back stateside, we just moved around a lot. So uh, kind of the same. And... Uh, got my love for music early on through my dad um, with Bob Wills and Texas Playboys records playing early on the every other Sunday when he'd be home off the road or whatever it was. Nice. And, um, but I've always loved all sorts of different kinds of music and I like everything from, you know, I really love like South Pacific Polynesian and Hawaiian. Uh, of course, that's where the steel guitar kind of comes from that sound. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I love classical music, um, you know, all, all sorts. Uh, I like Arabian music. I like just just pretty much every type of music I, I love listening to because I believe it's a universal language that everyone understands. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, even, if, even if the lyrics are in a foreign language, you know, I mean, we do one that Paul and I can't directly translate it to you, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> Or, you know, we have one on the album. Pete can, and, and we we know kind of what it means, and we know what the meaning is. But there again, another proof of universal language because it just makes you feel good. The the rhythm and the melody, and the way that the lyric is delivered, or whatever it is. So, uh, you know, I had other record deals back in the day. This has been my favorite project by far that I've ever done musically, and I'm just really happy to be a part of it. Well, you've opened for a lot of. Uh country bands right In, I, yes uh-huh yeah. that, was a, that was another world ago wow isn't it nice and to be I, living in your own universe and doing what you love for yourself and people that you care about i can't imagine anything better right yeah i can't add anything to that it's 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 true it's true freedom well um is there anything i didn't ask you that you want to cover 
I don't think so. No, I think you, you've you've been, you've quizzed us quite a bit. <laughs> well done, young lady. Well done. So. <laughs> All right, so here we have, I've been talking with the Radio Gunners, J.W., Pete's not here, but he's here in spirit, and Paul, and I have to tell you that their roots are very, they're, they're very diverse. Western swing, Basque, folk, country, rock, Americana, I mean, even some Sinatra and the Rat Pack, musical theater, new wave. But this new album that came out, in the spring, Radio Gunners is really a treasure. You guys go find it. So tell people again where they can go to find you guys on the internet. www.theradiogunners.com. Yeah, we're also on Facebook. Uh, we're also on Facebook as the Radio Gunners. Instagram as the Radio Gunners. And if you Google and, us, uh, I think a lot of and Twitter just comes up. Yep, we're on Twitter as well. Isn't it amazing social media? You got to be everywhere these days, right? You have to just kind of have to do it. Well, you guys, thank you for taking time out of your busy day to do this. It's really been fun, and I've had fun listening to the music, and I really do encourage, seriously, you guys, go out and listen to this and uh, buy the album if you're of a mind. It will help uplift your spirits and, in some cases, probably open your eyes to things that you may not have thought about. You guys go out and have a wonderful day. And everybody, remember what I always tell you. Get up off your chair and go do something wonderful today. And nowadays, that might be in your own home. But there's still something wonderful for you to do. Have a great day. This is Serena Catania with OWC Radio. I'm checking out. (laughs) 